Put a little fucking Matt Lee on it. Walt from Tell Him Steve Dave. I'm Chris Hardwick. Brian Quinn from Practical Jokers. I'm Jim Gaffigan. I'm getting Steve Dave. Hey, it's Mike Cudlitz from The Walking Dead. I'm Chad Lindbergh. Hi, this is Mike Zapsis. This is Ming Chen from AMC's Comic Book Men. Brian Johnson of Tell Him Steve Dave and Comic Book Men. It's Misinformation Podcast, baby. Information podcast contains themes and subject matter that may be inappropriate for some audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Misinformation Podcast by emailing misinformationpodcast at gmail.com or find us on the Twitters at Misinfo Podcast. Welcome, Misinformation Podcast, episode 308. With you, as always, I'm Zach. And I'm Eric. No. No, you're not. Oh. Hi, buddy. Hey, buddy. So, I'm totally calling you out because you flubbed your intro. Yeah. You know I'm not letting that go. Well, you, know, you, want, you want a little secret? You want a little peek behind the curtain? You want to know why that was? Yeah. Uh, because I still haven't yeah. edited 307 yet, and I was trying to remember <laughs> <laughs> Which, oh, the old number game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I should have never. That's started why I that. stopped numbering them. Yeah, I stopped numbering them years ago, buddy. It's a it's a badge of honor for me, though. I like I can't help yeah. myself. I have to because when I get to four hundred, uh, we're just gonna nuke the fucker. Put a bullet in it. Well, move I, along. I mean, I, I figure that's at least ten years from now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, I still number them. I just don't say the numbers anymore. Oh yeah. But yeah. I've often uploaded them to iTunes and then had to take it down because I got the episode number wrong. That's fair. I've, so yeah, you know, I've I've uh, we've been podcasting ten years now. Yes, Folks. five fuck ten years. That's I've on occasion I've gone out and and fucking hanked the number, hanked. Yeah, you know like where, hanked. Yeah, hang, you know when we uh, we say uh, we'll say something we're not supposed to say and then we'll put Hank over the top of it. Like oh, we say right. somebody's I name. Remember, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I remember. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Hank. Yep. So uh, hey, we have we have Matt Lee's with us today. Hi, yeah, bro. that's me. Yeah, that's that's you. Long time listeners know who you are. I don't think you need to. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I assume. I assume. No. And if they don't fuck I, them. Listen. Listen, if they, and if they, they don't care anyway. I mean, come no. on. Just no. a voice in their ear. They don't care. They barely care enough to listen anyway. I mean, honestly. If you care, put my name in Google. If you don't, it's fine. I'm not. It's whatever. You know. Oh, I can't wait to see what comes up when they Google you. There's some shit. But there's also a gamer by the name of Matt Lee. So he's kind of what comes up most when you Google. That's why I spell my name as one name. I would, you know, I because. Would, I would send him a cease and desist immediately if I were you. Uh, he gets a lot more of everything than I do, buddy. So I think if anything, I'm getting the cease and desist. So if it's the Matt Lewis band starting next year, you know why? <laughs> that's uh, that's why when Barclay Bank sent me a cease and desist, and I sent them a fucking letter back that said, "Guys, I I I record out of my basement in Iowa. Leave me the fuck alone, right?" 
Mm-hmm. That makes absolutely no fucking. How did they think I was going to hurt their brand? Yeah, we're not even a mosquito to you. No, not at all. And that was when just, I started just, my uh, photography company. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was like our band when we stole the Major League Baseball logo blatantly. Right. Our intention was that if MLB notices it, then we're doing something right. So why shouldn't we steal it? Fuck it, let's steal it. Because oh. it's always, ladies and gentlemen, here's the lesson: you always get a cease and desist first. Nobody's going to jail right away. No. Okay, you'll have a chance to apologize and take the link down and whatever it is. So do what you want. Well, there you go. Uncle Matt Lee says do what you want. And nobody's going to jail anyway. They're getting fined. And they're not getting any money from either one of us. No, no. Blood from a stone, folks. Yeah, it, yeah. Blood from a, a stone that's already been cracked open and bled from what little bit of liquid may have been in it previously. Yeah. In fact, if you'd like to sue me, I could do with a laugh. So can you I imagine could- getting a letter being like, we're taking you for a million dollars. You'd be like, a million dollars? <laughs> Why don't you say 20 million, right. 300 million, you fucking jerk? Why stop uh, there? I mean, yeah, just the, the publicity. There are times in life where $1,000 might as well be a million dollars. You know what I'm saying, folks? Because that's that real world shit. You mean like right now? So, like, that's- yeah, like literally, like right now. But then again, <laughs> folks, we're on video. Luckily for you listeners, we're not. But we are also both surrounded by toys. So I think we're okay. Yeah, yeah. If, if at a point in your life you're, you know, uh, 40, over 40 years old or nearing 40, uh, which I think covers both of us, and you have a room full of toys, you obviously have some disposable income. Yeah, not to mention a wife that says it's okay to do that. Right. Uh, who do you think feeds my habit? Right? Oh, of course. Yeah. You know what I mean? My wife definitely buys the toys. It's cool. You yeah. Know? It's so Musician great. over here. You know what I mean? She's paying the bills. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Fuck it. <sighs> that being said, you can get my songs on Spotify and uh, fucking Apple Music, and I make fractions of a penny, and I would really appreciate it. Thank oh, you, everyone. Yeah, and I think, I think we might even cut, cut a couple times during the show to listen to one of your new songs. What do you think about that? Oh, great. I, I, I love listening to myself. It's wonderful. Yeah. Well, you just have Thanks. to tell us which ones you want, um, and we'll cut, and we'll listen to it, and then we'll talk about it. I think that's- Hank. Hank. <laughs> um, yeah, so everybody uh, – uh, joking aside, it's been a while since you've been on the show, so yeah, I, I'll pretend like a we may – A long time. I'll pretend like we may have had a new listener since then, and which we haven't. I can almost guarantee it. Uh, but uh, Matt, Matt and I met through uh, the message boards – at uh, at what was it called at the time? It was uh, um, not Movie Poop Shoot. It was uh, uh, QuickStop.com. No, yeah. Well, now see, I didn't. That's not exactly it. We no. did technically meet, but I never went on those message boards ever. We just happened to meet all the same people that you met through those boards, mm. and then I met them through you, kind of thing. But I never directly got on those boards at all. But I sort of fell into that whole group of everyone that was. Um, but it was definitely, we met through podcasting. Absolutely. Oh, for sure. So, well, yeah. Cause I started wh- hearing whichever your, way. your music, right? I started hearing your music yeah. through podcasting and then, uh, yeah. Jenny and I paid for you to come when you were living in Canada at the time, paid for you to come down and play at our wedding and, mm-hmm. uh, far and away the best decision I made, uh, regarding that day, Jenny close second. Uh, it's funny cause Jenny told me the same thing about you. <laughs> so it's really sweet that you're both on the same page with that. No, that was, uh, that was an honor. It was a terrifying honor. Oh, it was, um, it was great though. It was so much fun. It was amazing. Uh, and I remember when, when the lovely Jenny was walking down the aisle, I was thinking, man, if she looks me in the eye, I'm going to cry and I can't sing high notes when I cry. Uh, so, you know, luckily I kind of stared at the ground a little bit, but it was an amazing experience. Plus the night before at Smitty's bar and then on Jefferson street and whatever it is. Smitty's bar at 709 Jefferson street in Waterloo. Yeah, I didn't do bad for that, man. Because you know, some that was amazing. And Smitty's is some of the drunkest I've ever been in my life. <laughs> I've been in that bar. Um, uh, yes, a ditto. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's it's when I it's I've always said about uh, our buddy Weller. 
the drunkest times ever in my life. And considering how far away we live, three of them involve Weller. That is insane. And it's like, I've, I've only been in his company three times as like, if you count each, each time as one, right. I think I've been in his company three times. Cause I've, I, you know, I've been in yours twice, right? No, you three. Cause we had dragon con as well. Right. Right. But yep. Yep. either way, it's minimal times. So considering that many times to then think, whoa, the most fucked up I've ever been, three of them was with Weller. Like, <laughs> fuck. Unbelievable. I mean, I think two of them was with you anyway, so it's kind of a similar thing, you know? But well, we're bad It's influences. just one of those things. Yeah, we, we are. We're terrible. There's I mean, nothing yeah, else to do here. There's nothing you, else to do Knowing here. you and Weller gave me cancer. I mean, that's basically what I'm here to tell you, folks. That's, well, that's what happened. I mean, there was. I don't know. I was a perfectly healthy dude. I hang out with you once or twice, and then fucking eight years later, I get cancer. You tell me, Zach. I almost said your last name. Oh, that's fine. You can say my last name. Uh, Hank. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm using my, my scientist brain right now, and I think okay. there, there's actually, that might be true. Do you remember how well, much, do you remember how much bag tagging there was going on at their wedding reception? Uh, right? Like, I don't want to blame Swartz here, but. <laughs> Let's let's talk a little bit. That guy <laughs> smacked me in the nuts a lot a during lot, that a lot, time. A lot, a lot, a lot. And then, and then of course, it took my Hyrukin uppercut to end the game, and I won. <laughs> I came out victorious, as everyone knows. That was when he was like, oh, enough now, man. You win. <laughs> but well, in it fairness, was not fun. In fairness, he had used those balls a whole lot that night. So, I mean, he was probably tender to begin yeah. with. I, oh, <laughs> He's a strange man. That's a lot of love for a man who creeps me out as much as he does. <laughs> Because I remember we're getting ready – because since we're talking about your wedding yeah. and now our friend Swartz came up, Yeah, my memory is we're all standing in – well, you know, they're all standing in the line where the kind of groomsmen were and I'm kind of behind them with a guitar. And I was sitting and I think back and I'm like, Lee's fucking stand up. It's the wedding. But I know why I did it. It was because the chord structure was really high up because I was using a capo for you musicians and I didn't want to draw – anyway, anyway, we're getting sidetracked. The boys are all standing there and Swartz says to somebody else – Yep, I think I'm going to go to jail tonight. <laughs> oh, shit, I did not know that. This is the Man, first, time, just, first time I've heard that. It's one of those moments I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? Because I barely know him at this point, right? Like, I haven't gotten to fall in love with him just yet. So I'm like, damn. Yep, I think I'm going to go to jail tonight. Oh, shit. Uh, which he didn't, uh, that I remember. Because when did you get into town? You got into town, like, the – must have been, like, the thurs- Thursday of? Yeah, because you got married a Saturday? Yep. So I think I came in Thursday, played Smitty's Friday. You got married Saturday. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then I think I was. And then it, yeah. Because we had the rehearsal on Friday night, and you would have been at that. So yeah. Yeah. Fuck, man. That was a world. And then we blew world up world Smitty's, and they they legit had to shut the doors. Remember? Because we were fucking rammed. Oh yeah, it was packed, dude. Like it was fucking packed. insane, and and it went Absolutely. so well, so well. And then Isn't at one it? point, Eric was playing guitar with you. Like it was, man, it was a good fucking time. We had a good time, especially for me as like a still sort of young musician at the time to play in front of a crowd that I knew, but didn't know. Right. Which makes sense. If you think about it was just so freeing for me. Cause I was like, well, 99% of this room is never going to see me play again. So right, right. if tonight doesn't go amazing, I don't give a fuck. So I just played shit and just enjoyed myself. You know, you don't always have that freedom. Right. Um, but that was awesome. And then, uh, didn't we then play Smitty's? Didn't I then play Smitty's the same the night of the wedding again? Uh, no, no. I feel like I did it too. I did it the Sunday. No, you didn't. I'm you, sure there was a time you where came I back, left. You, you came back. I again. left the the. 
No, but I left the. I'm sure. I'm almost positive. I left your wedding reception, went and played a set at Smitty's. The owner paid me a hundred bucks, and I came back to the wedding. I'm sure of it. We'll have to check with the historians. I'm almost positive. I remember Weller chucking the guitar in the car for me. I remember we went together. I played for like a. Is it Juggy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure he. Ha- I remember him being like, "Here you go, buddy." And I came back to your reception with like a hundred extra bucks. I'm almost positive. No maybe I'm shit. misremembering. Maybe no ask shit. the man. Maybe ask the Weller. I'm, I'm almost positive that I well, was like, yo, I could, he'll, he'll pay me another set. We did we did go to Smitty's after the wedding. I definitely played again then, and he definitely paid me again. What a gentleman and yeah, a scholar. He, Absolutely. Uh, I saw him uh, two weeks ago. We went down there for my birthday. And, uh, I, you know, did you get the you get the text I sent you? Yeah, I do now that we fixed our little yeah. contact problem. Yeah, so so I sent a picture of you like we normally do with the lunchbox, Star Wars lunchbox, and I was flipping you off and how – it was so fucking dirty and gross on top of it because we haven't been down there. I haven't been down there in like a year and a half. And so right. I, I, I always get it down when I'm down there and normally then it gets cleaned off. Well, it's been like a year and a half. It's, it was gross. Uh, but the motherfucker says to me, he's like, why don't you send that home with Zach? He loves that thing. And I was like, no, it stays here. It fucking stays here. Yeah. I don't need anything yeah, autographed right. by Matt Lee's in my house for Christ's sake. Come on. Who the fuck does? Nobody. And, and who asked, <laughs> who, who made me autograph it anyway? You probably did. Probably. But the, the Star Wars lunchbox was what I carried all my like CDs and buttons and stickers in. Uh, and I remember that because I remember going over the border and the dude being like, Hey man, is this a paid gig? And I'm like, no <laughs> paid. That's my and he's lunch. Like, you go, you got like 30 t-shirts, 30 CDs, a whole bunch of buttons in your trunk. I was like, yeah. He's like, one of them has a $5 sticker on it. And I was like, no man, see, I'm going to a wedding and this is my gift to the wedding party. I'm dressing them all out in my gear. The wedding party is going to wear your t-shirt to the wedding. Yeah, man. Yeah, and he was like, "It's Have Iowa. A good day. It's Iowa. They're broke ass." Right? <laughs> I just remember them being like, "You're driving all the way to Iowa to a wedding, and how'd you meet this guy again?" I met him on the internet. You met him on the internet. Yeah, man. Um, and now you're going to stay with them. Yeah, man. And he's just kind of staring at me, and I'm like, I know. Get over it. I think today it might be a totally different thing. Right. We have to remember, this was like 10 solid years ago when they were like, oh, you met it, what yeah. and the what, and you're going where? It would have been 10 years ago this April. God damn it. Yeah. Yeah. It was a wonderful, it's still one of my favorite experiences of my life. Oh, man. I remember Big Al sending me a text message right outside Gary, Indiana that said, do not stop in Gary, Indiana, not even for gas. <laughs> And I'll never forget that when I looked at it, I was like, yo, I just saw a sign for Gary in the end. He must have timed me. <laughs> it was an amazing experience, ladies and gentlemen. I, honestly, I I know nostalgia is always what makes memory so wonderful, but I fucking love Iowa. I have an Iowa tattoo on my body, and uh, that's because of y'all motherfuckers. Yeah, you know, and I also have a scar, but that's because something Weller did, but we're not <laughs> supposed to talk about that uh, inter- since the lawsuit. Inner rectus. Inner rectus scar. <laughs> The uh, I think I'm hearing it purr right now. Uh, like one of your cats? No, I was <laughs> making a joke about Weller's humongous oh. dog. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Allegedly. You know, I, have, I, I saw him uh, for my birthday, and it was the first time I'd seen him in over a year. I miss that, man. Yeah, I, I, see, I see you just as much as I see him. That's nice. <laughs> Very nice. And, you know, you're only, <clears throat> what, 5,000 miles away or something? More, maybe yeah, it's more. Quite a, it's quite a jaunt over here by the mountains. Yeah, I mean, those are not mountains. I'm telling you right now. Those are hills. You watch your, you watch your whore mouth. Those are, they might even just be rolling plains. Listen here, man. <laughs> Listen here, Iowa. How tall are those mountains? Some of them are fucking huge. All it, right. How tall in, in You don't need in me to tell you. You got Google, motherfucker. 
You don't need me to tell you shit. Oh God, you're you're a Republican. Oh God. Oh God. I don't I don't listen, man. I'm so not even into politics that I don't even know whether that's diss or whether that's a baby face or a heel. I have no idea, buddy. I just think we should all be nice to each other. And I don't know which side that is, whether that's left, right. Anal or beating, I don't know, man. It can't, they, All you motherfuckers are lying to each other anyway. They can't be. A, they can't be a heel because at least there's a somewhat like there's an endearing quality even to a heel. Uh, they're not a heel. That's <laughs> it, all right. That implies that there's something. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Something uh, uh, re- maybe even redeemable because occasionally they can flip. A heel can flip, right? You get that good face turn on a on a heel, and yeah, you get a huge mm-hmm. pop. That's not going to happen here. It's not going to happen. Okay. We're going to have to. We're going to have to nuke this country from orbit. Well, I mean, you know, it's not the worst idea I've heard. Unfortunately. Uh, anyway, let's not talk this shit. In that big <laughs> orange cunt. Yeah, I, that's right, folks. I just dropped the c word because over here in the UK, we drop that word like a motherfucker. Yeah, but you have to be careful because sometimes it's like a it's like a compliment over there, and you don't want to be confused into thinking that you like the guy. I hear it a lot over here. Yeah. Um, and I certainly, anyway, let's, let's talk about something enjoyable, happy and fun. Yeah. Not the, not the fact that both our countries are probably driving themselves into the ground as we record a stupid fucking podcast. Well, I mean, we've already hit cancer and Trump, so we've covered the two worst things in the world. (laughs) Right. It's been a hell of a day, folks. This has been another edition of misinformation. I've been Zach. Love you. Happy Tuesday. Happy, happy to see you next Tuesday. Uh, Oh, there we go. That's sickle. That's another, that's sickle. That's two. Yeah, that's two. That's two. So anyway, there oh, you go, fuck. folks. We've you been went- in each other's company. We've been. I'd be. I was at his wedding. Um, you play. Well, I played Ghostbusters when you came down the aisle. No, you didn't. Did we? Did we ever end up doing that, or no. did we just dream that? And Jenny told us no. I think Jenny told us no. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay, I remember now. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure you asked me to do it, and I went to Jenny. And was like, "Yo, Zach wants me to do this," and she was like, "Uh, uh-uh. uh." No. And I was like, "Okay." <laughs> I was like, "This isn't Zach's day. I know how this works." I've got the video somewhere. I do still have the video. Yeah, the I'm, entire I'm pretty sure she didn't. She didn't let us get away with it. No, there's no way. There's there's fucking no, no. way. And she, now to be clear, there was no piece of Bridezilla in her at all. But oh no, I, I no, can. No. I guess I can understand why she wanted to have good music played, and not that, and not that. I yeah. know. I know. <laughs> I, know. I know. My favorite. Does she listen? No, probably not. No. I'm almost certain she doesn't listen. No, nobody. My does. favorite Jenny moment ever was when we were in line for food at the rehearsal. Is that when we had tacos and shit? Yeah, burritos. Yeah, from yeah. Pa- Pablo's Pablo's Mexican, Mexican Grill, Grill on the Main hill. Street in Cedar Falls. So close. That place. No, we'll go back and talk about the hill so, in a little bit. <laughs> all right, we had all that food on oh, that chick. We yeah. had all that food, and I remember we're in line, like, and we're getting all this stuff. And I remember them mentioning the dude making the food, mentioning they didn't have guacamole. They didn't bring any. Oh um, no. And then Jenny asked for something different, and he was like, yeah, of course. It's your day. You can have whatever you want. And she's like, well, great. How about you go get me some fucking guacamole? (laughs) (laughs) And I'm certain she probably said that to us as opposed to the dude, but like, oh, I love that woman. I don't know what the fuck she did marrying you, buddy. Me neither. I outpunted my coverage for for reals. But neither one of us can pull up that thread now because we're both married. Okay, and it's mm-hmm. both out of our grade, so we'll just stop pulling at those threads and continue on. Yeah, we might as well we'll just do it. Our little, our little internet radio show in our little toy room that our wives let us build, <laughs> and we'll just behave ourselves. <laughs> oh man, uh, the parallels! The parallels are daunting. Right? Yeah. Uh, would you ever? Uh, would you ever thought though? I mean, really, uh, you, you would have never thought that you land uh, in a real house with a toy room, no. right? With yeah, no. with with a with a girl way outside of your your station right right who uh, yeah 
Mm-mm. And doing like a like a a real job and everything. Yeah. It, it would, I would have never thought that in a million years. I thought I'd be touring theaters right now. Yeah. Podcasting in front of hundreds. Wouldn't that be great? That would be such a fucking sweet gig. It would. It would. I mean, but we podcast because we enjoy it. I think and that's right. why we keep doing it. Right. I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Just a little, a little less, a little less each each year. Not the enjoyment, the podcasting. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's why I do things in seasons now. Yeah. So I can just be like, all right, that's my one. Fuck it. Well, and especially because you're doing uh, Matt Lee's Matt, Matt Lee's Gets Creative now. And yeah. that that is a, a pimp-ass show, man. I'm very proud of you. Well, I enjoy I love doing that one and much more. And that's probably what I always wanted to do was be like an AM radio guy interviewing guests. That right. was probably what I really wanted to do. Right, right. Because I tried the whole jock radio guy and I was like, yeah, but the music sucks and I have to pretend to like it. Right. I yeah. remember when I got into radio, I was so yeah. disappointed. Yeah. So bummed out when I was like, yo, what's this? And they're like, that's the songs you're playing today. And I'm like, that's the, what? What do you right. mean that's the, so- Mally's wouldn't play no Celine Dion. Yo, you got Celine Dion on this list, lady. <laughs> they'd be like, just play the music, chump. And I'd be like, all right, you're listening to 96.7. And here's that brand new Celine Dion banger. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I, I had no idea. You know, I thought it was much more romantic to me until I did, until I actually started working in radio. And I was like, right? wait, wait, so you're telling me all the music's picked. You said you're going to pay me to have a five-hour show, but it's really only going to take me 45 minutes because I just come in and mm-hmm. and record the voice tracks, and then I leave. Yeah. Like I'm not even live. Yeah, like it right? runs from 12 to five, and all I, you know, I'm coming in like for like I don't know six different breaks. Like you're listening to 97.7 KCRR, and that's pretty much it. Or hey, yep. John's Auto Body is offering a deal on you know, like it's mm-hmm. fucking ridiculous. I, and but, that's why, folks, you'll hear things like it's a little after five o'clock. Yeah. Yeah, because a little, they, like, they don't know. They're a little after five, they don't know what time. Right, exactly. And that could be five. It could be five ten. You know what I mean? Well, and, and did you did your uh, station do the thing where like at the top of the hour, wherever they're at in that that song, they just fucking cut it off so that they could keep no. the time? Yeah, yeah. That's no, what that's horrendous. No, that, no, 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 yeah, that was bad. No, you, yeah, no. You get yourself a music director and you time it out properly. You fucking animals. Yeah, that is not what happened there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's horrendous. 12 a.m. and 5 in the morning. You got what you got. You get what you get and you don't fucking throw a fit. That's why exactly the way it was. If he dies, he dies. Well, you know, it was, it was weird, too, because I didn't, you know, I had, they, there was no way for them to interact with me, right? Like, there was no email address or anything that I could check. And I found out after the, I did the show for, like, maybe a year, year and a half. And afterwards, people were like, that was you? I used to listen to that show all the time, man. You were, you were a blast. And I'm like, fuck me. Fuck me, seven twenty-five an hour, getting paid for maybe right. three hours of work a week because that's all longer it took to voice track all fucking five days. Ridiculous. Not to mention they make you put on a leather a leather dress and stand in the fucking intersection during fucking rush hour. You know what I mean? Like, come on. No, I don't know what you mean. Uh, Tell me. No, more. me neither. Uh, no, I don't know where that. Came. I don't know what that. I don't know. What, I was just pretending. I was just kidding. It's just this thing I heard. Oh fuck. Well, there was a period where I was Matt the intern, so I had to do stupid shit. Oh no shit. You know what I mean? Oh. It got me a job in the end, but I had to do stupid shit. Like they wrapped me in Christmas lights, and I had to stand out in the fucking street, and people had to decorate me like a tree. And you didn't get paid for that. That was just intern time. Oh right. Oh fuck me, running. Uh, I mean, I only I only interned for like a couple of months before I was hired, but still, what the? F- and I'm like, has anyone considered? Because it's not battery Christmas lights back then. They're plugged right? in. Plugged These in. motherfuckers are plugged into the mains. And I'm standing outside in the rain. And I'm like, has anybody, has anybody thought this through? Hey man, hey man, he plugged that into the wall. Should I be feeling tingling? I can't. But, you know, maybe that's why your ball got cancer. 
who fucking knows? Maybe it's that one kid who fucking hung an ornament on me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the cancer's contagious. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, uh, shit. I'm having fun. Look at you and your fucking your fucking high dollar sure mic. Look at that. Yeah. Fancy please. Look at you. Come on, man. I'm I'm all, I'm all, I'm not only a podcaster, I'm also the lead singer, you know. Mm-hmm. You got to have a nice one. You got I got the cheap shit too to give the guests when they come over, you know. Oh. Vicious. How is Johnny doing? Uh, if you see him, you ask him. <laughs> let me know. Johnny has gotten himself a new job. He's very happy. I'm very happy for him. However, our schedules used to be exactly the same. Uh, and now they couldn't be more different. So it's one of those balancing acts. And the, the other part of that balancing act is that Johnny doesn't love doing it. He does oh, it because so- he loves me. Oh, man. He's he's good. He's good at it, though, man. He's fine. I know. He doesn't he's believe fun. it, though. Like, yeah. I tell it Because at the beginning, he wasn't. It was like pulling teeth. Yeah. But now he's actually really funny, and he's natural. And he, But I, I think he only does it because he's the kind of guy that you do things if your friends ask him to do it for him. Oh, I need to get me a couple of those. Yeah, yeah. I only have one. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? You can't have mine. Um, but God no, he's, he's fiercely loyal. Like, you know, I can... I consider the guy family, but fuck me. He doesn't like podcasting. I don't think so. It's oh, tough. That's too bad. Well, you know, um, I, I've, I've been there. <laughs> I've, yeah, I've definitely been there. You know, well, yeah. And yours, <laughs> we both had possibly the greatest podcasters ever. And neither one of them wanted to record podcasts. Yep. You yep. had Weller. I had fucking Dave K. And I'm convinced to this day, Dave K could have been the fucking world's greatest podcaster. He yeah. had the voice. He had the attitude. He had the experiences in life. Unbelievable, but well, he just wasn't into it. You know, and the, and the shit thing is, you know, like I've got Eric, and he's amazing, uh, but we agree about everything. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's, that's not it's fun. tough. <laughs> no, it's like a fucking I mean, Vince Russo podcast. Right. It's. I mean, it's two, fu- two it's, guys going. I agree, bro. Right. I agree, bro. I mean, yeah, bro. It's, it's fun. It's fun, but like you know, and we have the same problem with uh, scheduling. You know. Yeah. Um, because we work very different schedules, especially now he got promoted, so he's got his hours are stupid weird. You know. Stupid weird. Um, um, but yeah, what are you gonna do? Uh, you know what we should do is we should tell people we should tell people that if they enjoy us together, they should email either uh, misinformation po- misinformation podcast at gmail dot com or legend in my podcast at gmail dot com and let us know. You won't get a reply from either one of the motherfuckers, but you can send them. Oh, I'll reply. I'll reply. I'll just be yeah. glad right. to be getting an email from a live person instead of somebody trying to sell me fucking Cialis. I agree because I tried to be a cool guy there, but if I got an email, I'd totally be like, holy fuck, oh, somebody yeah. emailed me. Dude, it is. It has easily uh, been years since I've received an email at misinformationpodcast at gmail.com. It's been years. Like a legit one that from somebody you don't already know yeah. or whatever. Like I, it's been, oh, oh, even it's people been I know. A long time. Even people I know. It's been years since I've got an email from people I know. I was just I was just telling Jenny the other day that like a legit email that's not a work email, I have not received one other than when we were planning our trip out to Oregon last June. Uh, you know, I'd get like booking yeah. emails from you know because there was a lot of his Airbnb and shit like that. So they would email and be like, "Hey man, here's your key code to get into the house and shit." And I'm like, "Oh my god, it's a person! I got an email from a person." Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm the only one. emails I get are links to Dropbox files. Yeah. From yeah. other musicians. Oh yeah, I suppose that's all I get. So t- tell uh, tell everybody a little bit about Matt Lee's gets creative. The podcast is a wonderful, joyous interview show. Um, I never understand why I can't describe my things as beautiful. Like when a chef tells you, like, I've made a delectable chicken breast. But if I say, like, I've made a delectable song, they'd be like, what a jerk. That'd just be a weird word but to use to describe a fucking song. Delectable, That's the problem. yeah. yeah, Although, yeah. There's, there are some delectable songs out there. Um, but, wait, uh, wait, 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 wait. Name one delectable song. Like delectable as in like you, you would consume it if you could. It's fucking delicious. It's fucking nutritious. It makes you feel – listen, man. 
I was talking shit just now, and uh, if we could just move on, that'd be great. If you could edit this section out. Oh, no. No, um, no I'm calling you out on your because, fucking shit, because you would do the same thing to me. I, I fucking already did at the beginning yeah. when you said, welcome to missing, missing, miss. I was having a stroke. Back off. It's okay. I'm sorry about that. Yeah, you should. Sorry about you should that. be that's, sensitive to my fucking probably, medical conditions. I understand. You I'm had, a real piece of shit, yep. and I have zero empathy for anyone who experiences anything medical or traumatic at all in their lives. So right. I apologize. Anyway, right. listen. <laughs> Matt Lee's Gets Creative is an interview show, okay? It's a podcast, uh, a conversational podcast, where it's just myself, the musician, talking to other creative folks. And I mean all types. Musicians, uh, dancers, actors, writers. You get it. And the overall arc, now at the beginning it wasn't on purpose, but it gradually, the, the, the podcast gave me its own pot story arc, which is essentially using creativity to overcome hard times or to influence good times uh, and how creativity changes people's lives. Because I think everyone can get down with that, even if you're not a creative yourself. It's cool to listen to people talk about how being an artist changed their entire life and you know, now they live in a mansion and now they're whatever, you know, you get the point. And I've talked to some amazing people. I've talked to some people where I fanboyed. Uh, I talked to some people where I embarrassed myself because I didn't know what the fuck I was talking about, but I put it all out there. I don't edit. Um, I only edit if the guest asks me to. So you get it pretty raw. Um, I do now, I do make it pretty. You understand? I treat it like a lady, um, but I don't remove sections of me blubbering, saying stupid things very, very often anyway. Who, uh, who have you talked to? Talk to? Give the people some uh, examples of some of the people well, you talk to Biff naked who we'll all know as a rather, rather famous singer in her time. Um, we've talked to, I've talked to Fred Penner. Uh, I've talked to Matt Doherty, who of course we all know from the outstanding, one of the greatest trilogies ever made the mighty ducks. Um, uh, that was a big fanboy moment for me where, uh, I was kind of trying really hard not to keep talking about the Mighty Ducks because it would have been just like a Chris Farley sketch. So like <laughs> when you scored that goal, man, and like the second one, uh, and you guys won the game. That was cool. Um, but he had kind of made, he was a really great dude, but he had kind of made clear in his emails that he wasn't really interested in talking about Mighty Ducks. Uh, sorry, he didn't ever say that. What I mean is he wasn't interested in like a nostalgia party. Oh. Because um, I approached it as, because he's also a writer, a musician and all that. So I approached it as like, hey man, I'm a longtime fan, but I've also learned that you're also a musician. So am I. My podcast is about creativity and how we overcome things through it, blah, blah, blah. If you ever like to chat, I'd love to talk to you. I sent the email once, nothing. I sent the exact same email about six months later and got a reply almost, almost very quickly in these terms, uh, which basically said, hey, uh, I would love to talk about creativity as I've been a creative all my life. Um, as long as it's not a nostalgia party, I'm definitely interested. Something like that. So I kind of then... Showed in the same respect and made a point to not like keep talking about Mighty Ducks as much as I really fucking wanted to just talk about Mighty Ducks. So did, was that one of the times when – because I know that in some instances you've used video – you've used Skype video to talk to the people. Yeah. Was, that, was that on video? Yeah. So did you yeah. hear Did you hear his butthole slam shut when he saw your toy room? <laughs> and he's like, oh, no, he oh liked God. It. Here he comes cool. the nostalgia party. Here comes this fuck. Yeah, right? <laughs> well, he, he complimented my X-Files poster. So right away I thought, okay, we're good. We're good. Uh, and then fucking dickhead Leezy over here decided to go, check it out, man. <laughs> he shows him his mighty dust. I got a jersey. <laughs> I got I got a jersey just like the one from the movie, dude. Uh, and folks, trust me, the ones rolling your eyes at me right now. Oh, I get it. Trust me. As I was fucking saying it, I was going, "You fucking moron." Um, but then I moved on, and we had a. It was a really cool conversation. Uh, we had even made plans after that to go to a hockey game here in Cardiff because he was coming this way for a con. Which, of course, I was like. Oh. We're gonna we're gonna be best friends with a mighty duck. Um, <laughs> the con got the con ended up getting canceled, uh, which 
I'm sure it's worse for the business that the company that went bankrupt, but fuck me if that wasn't disappointing for me. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was great. And I've talked to, um, Larry Hankin, who you may not know the name, but I assure you, you've all seen him in something. Uh, he was in friends, uh, home alone, Seinfeld, so many things that I'm forgetting great things. And he, I think in that, it's like a two hour show or whatever it is, but I think I say like six words. Oh, no shit. Because he just like, he just talks and tells incredible stories. That was my favorite. Honestly, I think that was my favorite interview I've ever done because even with that, I didn't try to harp on friends because I was like, hey man, remember when you were in friends? Hey man, remember when you were, you know? Um, And he seemed to enjoy his conversation too. He had a really good, uh, he seemed to have a really good time. He told me lots of funny stories. He was laughing. He said, if you ever want to do another interview, let me know. Uh, so he was awesome. Really cool. That's my definitely my favorite one. Yeah, th- and, so and definitely make sure you listen to that. That's great when they do all the heavy lifting. You know? All of it. I mean, it's, it's I mean, like awesome. I host I host shows at a book like a book fair. I have an author friend who hosts book fairs, like a Comic-Con for novelists. And I host the panels of those shows. And those are amazing because it's one hour, me and four authors. Yeah, yeah. Legit. I ask them each one question. Well, they're storytellers. And, you know? Right? They love talking. Yeah. So I'm just like, you motherfuckers just interview yourselves. Well, and you know, you get you get, uh, you get get actors a lot of times and, and they're, they're so used to being told what to say that sometimes they just can't carry an interview. You know? You, yeah. You, see, mm-hmm. you even see it on like Fallon and shit. You're like, oh, this is hard to watch. Oh, yeah. this is unfortunate as fuck. I can't, yeah. I can't, this hurts me to see this. And then you'll see other people that, you know, like a Tom Hanks or somebody that'll just carry the whole fucking thing, you know? And that's, yeah. you don't need anything refreshing, I guess. Yeah. But not, not it's delectable, it's, but refreshing, not delectable. Right. It's available everywhere. Podcasts are. So listen, listen out for it or check, check out for it, whatever, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, season three starts soon. Uh, and, uh, within that season, a little spoiler for your listeners. I've got, uh, the one and only Sean Mooney. From the WWF back in the 80s and 90s. Nice. He hosted the Event Center. Nice. Uh, that was another awesome conversation because he's also a broadcaster. So we got to like be broadcast nerds too. Did he give you some, did he give you some looks behind the curtain or was he, was he kind of on brand? No, he wasn't at all. He doesn't work for them anymore awesome. and he hasn't in decades. So. Nice. There's nothing worse than getting like anyone who wants to stay on brand. But right. I mean, I didn't go. Tell me, does Vince do drugs, or did you ever see Vince give the wrestlers uh, heroin or, or uh, steroids? Whatever. No, I didn't do any heroin, of that. steroids, whatever. Same difference. Either one. Like <laughs> Warrior, Ultimate Warrior was on at least both of them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But um, no, I didn't go with that. I always try not to like make it about just the one thing because yeah. I kind of don't want to offend anyone and like keep going back to like. So uh, when you were in that one scene in Star Wars or whatever it is, you know. Um, and also in the next season, we got. Uh, Chuck, the lead singer of the Downchild Blues Band, which for me was a dream come true because that's legit one of my favorite bands ever. Um, oh, and that's another one where I tried really hard not to fanboy. Yeah, that's got to be hard, man. That's I mean, that's got to be really hard. I, like his band inspired the Blues Brothers. Oh, like, shit. Dan Aykroyd picked some of their songs t- to record as Blues Brothers songs. And I'm talking to the singer trying not to be like, you guys are fucking awesome, man. Well, let's rock uh, on. Let's uh, I want to come back and talk with you a little bit about your like your method and how you get ready to do a show like that and how you get in contact with people. But before we do that, I want to play a little bit of your music. So uh, I'll just let you pick, let you pick which song uh, you want. No, you pick. Oh, no, fuck. it's too, it's too dirty. If I pick. Well, so, so are you, I mean, are you fine with playing anything that you've released in the, in the, sure. Okay. So um, I'm going to, I'm going to pick one that is easily one of my top two. Do you know what it's going to be? Let's see if you can guess. No. If you can guess. It's, it's, it's a song uh, – I'll, I'll give you a hint. I know it's a song that's very uh, personal for you. 
Ah, you ah, fuck, dude. I love, I love the song. You told me I could pick you any one. Okay, I know I did. All right, you said I could pick anyone. All right, cool. So, so this song uh, it's called Sinner Son, and it's fucking amazing. Um, So I give you. Oh, that's not the one. Oh, what do you think? What do you think it was going to be? What do you think it was going to be? No, I'm not. I'm not feeding you the ammunition. (laughs) Sinner Son (laughs) is the song we're going to talk about. It is very personal. Yeah, Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we're going to play Sinner Son by uh, the Matt Lee's band, and then we'll come back and talk about it a little bit.
Again, that was Sinner's Son by the Matt Lee's Band, available on Apple Music, Amazon Music, Spotify, anywhere your digital music downloads can be found. All right. Okay, that is that is legit one of my favorite songs of yours. Like, full disclosure, 100%. I love that fucking song. It's funny because it's incredibly personal, but it isn't because, like, my dad isn't a piece of shit or right, wasn't right. a piece of shit. Right, right, right. But the song is the idea of somebody whose dad was a piece of shit. Sure. So it's. I always wanted to make sure people didn't think it was about – full right. disclosure, I never knew my biological father. Right. You know what I mean? We can get – I don't think I've ever actually told that on a podcast before. So Holy there you go. Um, fuck, so that's where the concept of Sinner's Son came from. Because I was like, well, just because he was a piece of shit doesn't mean I am. I mean, I grew up my entire life with my father, with my dad, the man who was my father. Yep. But if we're going to be technical and look at the birth certificate, that's all I'm saying. So that's where the concept came from for that song. Um, because, you know, I think I've explained it already. It's one of those, you know, you're, just because somebody in your family is a real dirtbag and does horrendous things does that mean that you don't deserve a chance at a good life you know if you're if your dad turns out to be the fucking golden state killer you know what i mean right after 60 years or whatever it is what which does is, that say about you which like, is a thing that nothing. happened yeah, yeah. right so yeah. imagine if that was like your dad <laughs> oh, are fuck. you now a piece of shit all your friends and fr- are now gonna look at you differently because of that was the idea behind the song i think fuck can you imagine okay so, so let's say you're the the golden state killer's daughter right and they find out that was your dad. But your entire life, your dad had been nothing but kind, supportive, uh, right. positive uh, with you. How do you fucking reconcile that? Who knows? I mean, is, is it that even possible? Why you see family members. That might be why you see family members that are like, there's no way he did it. And everyone else is like, you're a fucking idiot. Of course he did it. I, here are the pictures maybe of him doing it. Their brain doesn't let them. Here are the pictures yeah, of him Yeah, maybe their brain doesn't allow them. No, that's not me in the picture. It's not me. It's <laughs> fake. It's all fake news. Fake news. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, you fuck. Uh, I, I've always liked that song. That's one of those. That's one of those songs that when I first started hearing your shit, I was like, man, this guy's a real deal. Like this is this is real fucking music. This isn't just some frat rock asshole, you know, playing other people's stuff. This is real good shit. Mm. So that's, well, thank you. Yeah, thank my you. My favorite part about that song is that the only thing I'm doing on it is singing. Yeah, um, that's my favorite part because I'm not on it. Everything else is Jay Walsh and Wayne Bond, man. Uh, I would take the song to them and play it to them over a click track, and then they right. would just rock the fuck out of it, and then I'd go back in and sing it one more time. See, the the thing for me is that there's so much there's so much music out there that's cool and groovy to listen to, right? But the lyrics suck, and I mm. love the lyrics. I think it's a smart song. I think it's really well done, and you got fucking. I'm glad you're playing music again, asshole. Finally, because seriously, yeah. I, I could. Well, I always try really hard to to write lyrics that aren't. I would hate to write songs that are like. I love you. She loves me. She's a great, like, I just don't want to write the same lyrics every other, every other asshole writes. Right. Sometimes I do. Cause there's no choice. Um, but in, the songs that mean the most to me are the ones that aren't like that. And they're different, whether they get fucking that minus 1000 fucking thing on Spotify for the rest of my life or not. Right. They have to be songs that I'm happy with because it's going to sound like a bullshit line, but I hear songs on the radio now where I go, if I wrote that song, I never would have released it. Maybe that's why I never went anywhere. I hear countless songs where I was like, I wouldn't have even taken that one to Jay in the studio. Give me an example. So maybe pick one. Seriously, like so <laughs> many things I hear on the radio. I'm like, this song's a piece of shit. Like there's one that's literally made up of the girl singing other people's hooks. And that's her chorus. Um, she b- busts into a Nelly chorus at one point, right in the middle of the song. If you want to go and take a ride. There are, and I'm not trying to say I'm better than everything I hear. I hear things by some artists and I'm like, oh, fuck. 
Right. I better fucking keep my ground. But I hear some where I'm like, I wouldn't have bothered even taking that. A lot of it is like this dancey, mumbly, rappy shit. Or like or, some of the beats I hear, I wouldn't even take it to the studio. Or anything by Lizzo, because she's fucking horrible. It ain't my fault that I'm out here making moves. But see, that's a banging song. No. I would have taken that one to Jay Walsh. Those fucking songs that's suck. Were different. Those songs now, suck. No, that song. Yeah, but take that, take her out of that song, and I'll put me and Jay Walsh playing it. Okay, I challenge you. I challenge you. So, so you did uh, Gold Digger forever. Now you're going to substitute it with a fucking Lizzo song, and I want to hear it. All right, you're assuming I don't already know how to play. It ain't my fault that I'm, not, I'm out here making moves. I make no assumptions. I just want to fucking hear. You fucking it. wait. What, what, right, what, what do right. I always say? Put a little fucking Matt Lee's on it. Let me, and then I want to hear. Let's put it. a little Matt Lee's on it, which yeah. we fucking do. Yeah, I want to um, hear. I want to hear it. I want to hear it, and then maybe right. you can change my mind. Maybe you can. Maybe you can make me. Uh, convinced that it's because I hate her and not because I hate the music. I can. I think I can do that for you. I think I can also do it for you with a Taylor Swift song. That wouldn't really surprise me because I think uh, uh, Leo uh, Merritt. Oh, what the fuck is? I can never say his last name. The the, the guy from the Netherlands that put, does all the metal. He, right. he take does metal covers of pop songs. He, there's right. a lot of a lot of uh, that poppy type shit that he turns into a metal song. And I'll fall in love with it. A lot of Katy Perry yeah. stuff he does. It's, sound, it's fucking yeah. amazing. He does Roar, yeah. and it, it, you'll be convinced at the end that was supposed to be a metal song. Yeah, and I love that stuff. And that's so why good. we try to do covers that other people aren't doing to put a little Matt Lee's on it. Well, and, and, here's, and here's another challenge I present to you. Once you guys get established with this new band that you're setting up, you need to start doing like YouTube videos and shit. I think it would be a lot of fun. A lot of fun. We try. I think on, we could film them in our little garage here because you know what I mean? We yeah. record, we're going to jam in a garage. You don't need we much. Can film it and, yeah. You don't need no. much. You just need to make sure the lighting's good and the, and then you can actually lay the, the music in later. You know, it can be like more like a video, oh, yeah. you know, and, and just, yeah. Get, yeah. Get well, what's beautiful here, if, if you and I can audio nerd for a moment is uh, the yeah. room, my studio folks looks directly over my garage. Yep. It's like 20 feet across the garden here. I have multiple running cables and power cords in there, like that are long enough that my band can go in there and play the music, and I can sit in here and record it all, and mix it all, use it like a booth, and then just exactly. So nice. the garage becomes the fucking audio booth, not for vocals because it sounds like shit in there for that, right. but for like recording drums, he can just go out there with the drums. I can run all the cables up here. We can use the amazing thing, which is FaceTime, and I can be like, "All right, man, hit it," and he can. I can send the music to his headphones. And we can record. That, and that's, that's what's exciting. Awesome. I think that's what got me excited again. Well, here's, recording over the internet's killing me. Well, and here's what I don't understand either. Like, okay, we're in, it's 2020 right now, right? And so I see a lot of these local bands and shit, and they'll, they'll put stuff like videos on Facebook of them playing, and it looks like it was fucking recorded on a potato, and the, the audio is absolutely garbage when all they need is one more mixer in there that the, the, their control room out goes to, and then they run it into a fucking laptop on site. And record and record the audio, and it sound will sound so much better. And then they can play that for people. So like, hey, this is what it really sounds like. It doesn't have to sound like it's being played into a fucking mayonnaise jar, you know. And and no, in twenty twenty, either anymore. no, it, no, not at not at all. And you don't even have to have a hot shit laptop. Just something w with decent specs. It doesn't have to be a two thousand dollar fucking workstation to get it done. You, you, you know, know it. And I mean, it's, it's we've just done insane. live shows. Uh, we've done live multicam shows on Facebook Live with apps on apple devices oh absolutely uh, yeah. and you can do it all in full hd and it'll render you all the video and send it to you in a nice little dropbox folder yep. uh so they could you could do that and make a music video have one guy sitting with the controls a couple of guys with the the, the iphone cameras whatever it is and i don't know i mean i'll well, put you, my money where my mouth is one day 
Well, and you can even, you know, a decent uh, DSLR camera, you know, are, are, they're, mm-hmm. they're filming fucking Hollywood movies with Canon 5Ds, you know, so yeah, there's there's absolutely no reason that you can't, you, you just have to be a little, get your lighting a little bit better and your audio better. And then you have a really nice product for cheap, you know, it's not, it's not yeah. expensive, you know, I mean, no. uh, I, I've been doing, have you been seeing any of these uh, YouTube videos that I've been doing under the misinformation mm-hmm. podcast, you know, that they don't I've look seen great. Some, I've seen it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's the, one. The, there's one I ain't watching because fuck you. But you need to watch that uh, one, motherfucker, because it explains no, everything. No, it explains no, everything. I don't, even, not, I don't even want to go into it. I want to keep talking about music. No, no. because he's a fucking liar. That baby, that little fucking you're Yoda, a liar. That little baby Yoda is a fucking liar. He's a manipulative. He's gaslighting. He's gaslighting the Mandalorian. I'm leaning over the red button. I'm just Zach. saying. I'm just saying. I, all the evidence is there. All of it's there. All the evidence is there. No, no. Back to back on subject, please. <laughs> Telling you, man, you need to fucking you need to embrace it. It's yeah, there. The Earth is flat, right? No, no, the Earth's not flat. The Earth is not flat. But that little that little Look, fucking green fuck is not a baby. We were talking music. Yeah, because they could say I could pay you green and be like, that's not a baby, and it would be accurate. <laughs> would As be I said truth. to you before in private, you're just mad because he's taller than you. He's not taller. It ain't than his him. fault. I can look that, that he's out fucker. there making moves. I only look him right in the eye. I can look him right in the eye. He's not taller than me. Blame it. Blame it on the force. Oh, don't you fucking yeah, sully. George Lucas did all the sullying any of us could ever do. Okay, carry on. You were having a nice interview uh, talking to a big superstar musician over here who, uh, who I'll have you know, played in front of no less than 30 people in December. Just saying. Look out. One of them traveled from America. One of them, two of them traveled from England. One of them tried to come from ireland it was a wonderful gig so i I will i will say uh like a little a little uh inside baseball uh listening to the podcast that you and jj did together i i loved it like like knowing how much fun he was having was one of the fucking highlights of my month we had a great time jj from mars needs came to visit us here in the uk for his birthday he was here for the gig. It was kind of surreal looking out in the audience during a set and seeing this massive JJ. And I was like, <laughs> oh, fuck, JJ's here. Uh, yeah, that was a great night. We raised money for charity. Uh, I stole the drummer from the headlining band. Uh, you know, just typical, typical, put some alleys on it. That's nice. Well, you know, and just like you know? hearing, hearing a guy who is easily one of the nicest guys in the world uh, be able to talk about an entire, you know, was he there a week? Yeah. About, t- talk about an entire week. Where all he experienced was joy. Yep. You know that that's that that was, uh, you know, as I've gotten older, <laughs> as I've experienced three plus years of therapy, as I've uh, kind of started to settle down in my old age, I, I I'm less in, interested in Schadenfreude and more interested in hearing people experience joy. And that was that fucking podcast was so nice to listen to to hear that guy just all these things that he had never experienced before that he had never yeah. thought he would experience you know traveling across yeah. the, the the ocean and and seeing other countries and experiencing things that he never would have thought were possible uh right. and then he did it and everything went well you know we there were no great time yeah no hiccups no fucking disasters no travel woes no. nothing it was just all positivity nothing. fucking amazing i took i took his ass to stonehenge and then the aliens took him. That's why he never had to fly home. Right. I mm-hmm. uh, know it was a beautiful trip. I think uh, for both of us too, because he came like um, a month after my dad passed away. Right. So for me, I was like, because he he messaged me when it happened, and I don't want to get all downer and deep. It's just a beautiful part of the story. He messaged me and he said, "Hey man, I'll totally just not come. Like I know you don't need this shit right now." Right. And I was like, "Actually, 
That's that's exactly what I need. Right. So we came. We spent a whole week, like you said, of pure joy. We had an awesome time, um, and um, I'm glad he got to do it. I hope we get we get to do it again because um, it was amazing. Um, there's a funny story I want to tell you, but I can't because he tells it on Mars Needs that he hasn't put out yet. Oh shit! Um, but I can't. I can't. I can't do that to him. Um, but. You know, go check that show out when it when it releases. And that's that's um, Mars needs there was maybe, podcast. There was, that's right. There was maybe one mishap on his week of joy, um, but it's not my story to tell. Baby is his. Um, but you should definitely check it out. And we had an amazing time. And the, and the Mars needs podcast is still available on iTunes and everywhere else your podcast. Everywhere, are found. Yep, yep, you got it. Yeah, he's the same as me. Wherein him and Jason, him and Jason, his co-host, their schedules have changed as well. So he's in a flux, kind of like all of us right now. Right, right. Um, but. You know that's that's kind of thing. We've been all we've all been doing it now like ten years, and sometimes we don't show up for a while. But yep. what makes us OGs is that we always end up coming back, and it stays you know, free. It took me nine years. It took me nine years to do episode to do a ten year or it took me ten years, and I still haven't done two hundred episodes. You know what I'm saying? Right. I don't know how I said that, but you know, fuck it. Yeah, well, you know, and it's and it, we we've stayed, you know, not not necessarily by our own choice, but we've stayed true to like the original podcasting model that it's free. You're not reaching out there trying to do Patreons and all this other fucking shit and Kickstarters and and just it it stayed what it is, like pure yeah. free I conversational mean, content. Yeah. Yep. I mean, that being said, check out patreon.com slash Matt Lee's gets creative where for five bucks a month, you can join the creative club. Um, now, hold on, though. Hold on, though. Hear me out. Hear me out. You fucking sell out. <laughs> I just had to cut. I couldn't leave it out there because I know someone would call us out on it. Um, of course, legend is that exactly. It's right. Always being free. We've never. And by the way, you sold Christmas episodes. So fuck you. Anyway. Um, so. I started the, the, the Patreon. Now, it's called the Creative Club. So the way it works is you get uh, to send questions for the guests. It's five bucks a month. Um, you get the episodes early um, and you get bonus episodes. That's it. Five bucks a month. But every month, I take exactly half of everything from Patreon and I donate it to the Valindra Cancer Center here in Cardiff where I had my own treatment, etc. So, yes, it is a cash grab. But it's only half a one, and as you'll know, paying for podcasting too, two fifty a month from a few patrons certainly ain't covering my fees for being a podcaster. So I'm certainly not buying a fu- buying a fucking sports car out of this. Right, right absolutely. <laughs> but I'm giving, I'm, you know what I mean. I'm giving half of it to to Valindra, and you know what? Now because because you called me out and you made me feel like a chump. Season three, I'm giving 100 percent of my Patreon money to the Valindra Cancer Center. Holy shit! Well, now that's I- right. Fuck. That's right. Oh, no, it doesn't matter. I only have one. It doesn't matter. I only make five bucks a month, motherfucker. Why don't you just have given all of it? Why don't you just have your huh? mom? Why don't you just have your mom give the money directly to the cancer center? Listen here, buddy. All right. People want to help. People can help. So uh, join, join the Patreon creative club and I'm giving all the money to the Valindra cancer center. There you go. Your move creep. I give to my favorite charity already. Me. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I th- I was thought you were gonna say that. Yeah, I understand. It's because it's true. It's true. I got <sighs> fucking bills to pay, motherfucker. I got student loans. Yeah. I heard you're the only guy in the world that has bills to pay. You poor guy. Yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Must be hard, man. Must be hard being you. It's a hard knock life, motherfucker. It's truth. It's a hard knock life for us. There you go. There you go. Anyway, yeah. Let's uh, so, so you know, now, carry now, on. All right. So now that you sang a little bit, I, now you have to pick the next one. What What's the next one we want to listen to? Next Matt Lee song. You have them all. Um, or are you going to steal it? So you have them all. No, uh, I, remind no, yourself. I have, I have iTunes. I have iTunes. Well, 
My favorite part's going to be is when you release this, I'm going to get an email saying that you pirated my songs in your in your episode because I get those. Uh, it's going to be amazing. How how will I they know? I can't do anything about it. How will they but know? I'll totally get one. How will they know? Uh, it scans – It's as soon as you upload, it scans the audio file and I'll legit – kind of like how um, uh, Shazam works or whatever. Yeah. And I legit get emails. I get them about my own fucking show. No shit. No shit. That least gets creative podcast played. Remind yourself for 38 seconds. Hot and shit. I'm like, Holy I didn't shit. Know, I didn't know that was a thing. It's a good thing I don't use That's the fucking, fucking wild. Good thing I don't use bed music anymore, huh? Yeah, exactly. That's why I stopped too because I kept getting motherfucking emails. <laughs> um, but this time, yeah, I say play. Remind yourself because it's one of my favorites. Also because the only thing I'm doing on it is singing, baby. Nice. All right. All right. Here you go. Uh, remind yourself, Matt Lee's band. Mr. Momo, flapping like a bat. It begs the question, who are you talking to like that? Listen here, old man. I won't be taking a fool. I won't be taking a fool. So mind your peace and your cues. Remind yourself who you're talking to. See, I won't be walked all over, like it or not. I suggest if you've got a problem, get those kicks back on the block. Cause listen here, mofo, I won't be taking a fool. I won't be taking a fool. So mind your P's and your Q's, remind yourself who you're talking to. We'll get along fine, man. Sometimes I get grouchy and I act kind of like a grump. But never let it be said that you play me like a chump. Cause listen here, old man, I won't be taking a fool. So mind your P's and your Q's. Remind yourself who you're talking to. Somebody play the guitar, please. Yourself who you're talking to. So mind your peace and your cues. Remind yourself who you're talking to. And remind yourself that is remind yourself by the Matt Lee's band available wherever, wherever, wherever you get your digital music downloads dude hot track i love it i love it i'm very proud of it yeah you should be i love it my favorite thing about it is 
The bass was recorded in Newcastle in England, as well as the harmonicas. Um, the keyboards were recorded in Spain. Uh, the drums were recorded in Ontario, Canada, as well as the guitars. Damn. Um, and the vocals were done here in Wales. Um, and I mixed the whole fucking thing on GarageBand on a fucking iPad. What an amazing time to be alive. Right? Like, seriously. That's like Star Trek and shit. It's fucking insane. I mean, can, yeah. can you imagine when we were kids, like we had fucking cassette tapes and like I'm, I'm staying up late listening to the fucking Dr. Demento, right? And I, and I want to I wanna make sure that I have to flip the fucking cassette to get the mm-hmm. whole show. So I have to set an alarm for like 1145 to make sure I don't miss the cassette flip. I wait for a fucking commercial break, flip the cassette, re- record the rest of the fucking Dr. Demento so I can listen to it the next day when I'm awake. This fucking, is the world we grew up in. Fucking insane. And now it's like everything is right here. Right. It's fucking wild. Nuts. Like today I literally woke up to drum tracks from a drummer in Ontario, Canada in my Dropbox. Jesus. It, it, hey, just, man, here's the drums. I hope you like them. Uh, like back in the day, back in the day, 10 years ago when I was recording, that would take me like six weeks of like, when's the drummer available? When's the studio available? When are you going to send me the files? When can I bring a USB stick over so you can put the wave files on it? <laughs> like... And now I wake up to like Dropbox notification. Paul has placed drum track da 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 in your folder. Outstanding. Well, you know, let's that's let's, for the next one. Let's say you get into a situation where, um, you know, with your new band, you're making you know a grand a month, right? Grand a month playing some gigs. Okay. Now for fifty dollars a month, you can own everything that Adobe has, including their their movie making software. For fifty fucking dollars, I know, man. It's more the principal at this point because <laughs> I've been stealing it for so long that I don't feel like paying for it now. It feels dirty. <laughs> they'll find out. They'll find out. They'll find out. <laughs> when it, they, they always do. When it goes to uninstall, I have a magical way around it. So fuck you, Adobe. Don't worry about it. I sorted it. I just dis- I just disconnected the PC that Adobe's on from the internet. What you can do now? Fuck oh, you. Well, you yeah. can't disable shit. Yeah, one, well, you know, it'll it'll uh, just never get updated. That's it. That's the only difference. Exactly. Yeah. This, this is all allegedly, by the way, folks. Yeah, it'll He's run. just making that shit up. It'll He's run. just making that shit up about me stealing software. It was a joke. Yeah, it was a joke. Ha, it was a joke. It was legally acquired. That's right. Correct. Yeah. Yes. Um, but yeah, so I lo- I'm very proud of that tune, and I wrote it about bullies. So, you know, seems like a couple of my own favorite songs are written about bullies. Apparently, yeah. I really don't like bullies. Yeah, or, or just people that are, say, hostile. Yeah, those yeah, kind of motherfuckers. Yeah, those kind of motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know what song um, I'm really looking forward to? Because, you know, uh, again, another peek behind the curtain. Since we're, you know, we've been boys for a while now, you sometimes send me some stuff before it's done, right? You got a fucking yep. track coming that I'm really looking forward to. Really fucking mm. looking forward to. That fucking monster's real fucking shit. Oh, that one. Dude, you really like that one. I really like it. I really Isn't like it. Isn't it funny, like, one of my closest friends, but the, your my songs of yours that you like the most are like, in some cases, my least favorite. Like it, it's because it's some. It's just something different. It's something I'm not hearing anywhere else. You know, like it's it, yeah. and and it's a song that. So it, it's a song with substance that I could also hear on the radio. Like I could hear it. Like I could hear it coming out of something that I listen. And and my musical tastes have changed a ton in the last five years. Like a ton. You know, I used to be just fucking mostly classic rock, hard rock, like kind of. But I'm I'm listening to a lot more like a lot of more varied shit like i um listening to a lot of fucking like mumford and sons and lumineers and just shit that i would have never thought mm-hmm. to listen to five years ago and really digging it because lyrically there's some actual shit going on 
You know, I mean, I still love yeah. Aerosmith. You know, I, 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 I still love fucking Def Leppard, but there's just more shit going on in some of this, you know, some of this more um, like modern folky music and shit and, and yeah. getting into some stuff oh, that yeah. I would have never been into before, you know. I think it's like I said earlier about not writing the same lyrics everyone else does. So that's, right. you know, I played the, the keyboard for Monsters of Real. I must have played that for like three months just sitting in front of a keyboard with that lick going over and over in my head. My yep. problem with that song is I don't like the hook. I don't like the chorus. So oh, really? We haven't finished it yet. I can't get myself. I hate it. Because am really? I rapping? Am I singing? Make up your fucking mind. Like, what are we doing here? Oh, uh, so, so it's not. It's, but it's again, not the, that's it's me not being the, in it too deep. Right. It's not the lyrics. It's just how it's coming out. Right. That's right. And I can't okay. find a way where I'm not half rapping it, and I don't like it that way. But it may very well be that that's the way the song needs to be. And at a certain point, the song will tell me what to do, and that's fine. Um, but I'm in no rush with this digital era. You don't want to release something and then regret it. So I don't want to release right. anything until I'm completely happy with it. Which is why it's taken me ten years to get four songs released. <laughs> right. Well, and, and, and the thing with that one, and you know, hopefully it doesn't change a shit ton when uh, when it's finally released, because then people have no idea what I'm talking about. But like it. Part of what I like about it is that it's a little poppy. You know, it's got a little mm. poppy sound to it, you know, and it's just like, it's kind of like Lois yeah. Lane. Like, it's one of the reasons I love Lois Lane so much. Cause I, it, it, if it was fucking 2001 right now, Lois Lane would be on the radio. I'm telling you, fucking mm. bar none, it, it would be on the fucking radio. Mm. Cause it, it, it's, it was exactly what was happening then. You know, and that's why I like yeah, it. Yeah, I know. That's, you know, yeah. My, one of my, one of my, Goals are unwritten, maybe not a goal, but I always thought like, man, I'll, one day I'll just sell this song to like Bowling for Soup or fucking right. Green Day or you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I just thought I'll just sell it to some other punk band. They'll give me like a million bucks. I'll go right. fucking build a house in the mountain and I'm good. I don't need right. to be at a certain point in my life. I wanted to be the guy on tour, on posters, on TV all the time. And I quickly grew to realize I did not want that at all. What Dude. I wanted was one solid album where people are like, that's fucking dope. One super smash single, which I then go on to sell to another band. Right. And then I just disappear. You see me there, in like 20 years on a British quiz show and you go, that's the dude that put out that Lois Lane song. There is so much money in songwriting. It's fucking sick. Mm -hmm. I, was, I was listening mm -hmm. to, uh, was it uh, Steven Dorff? Whose brother was a? I think his brother's dead now, but he was a songwriter in Nashville, and like listening to the mm -hmm. shit that his brother and dad had written, like he's just rattling off. I think it was Steven Dorf, um, and he was just talking about all the different things, uh, all the different songs that they had written that nobody had any fucking clue that they had written. And you're like, fuck, I didn't. Yeah. I don't know who those people were, you know. But they mm. were living in fucking mansions because they wrote fucking solid music. Yeah, I mean, there's yeah. there's a lot I mean, of fucking money in that. Yeah. As much as I wouldn't call him solid music always and anymore, but there was a point where Kanye West wrote like six of the songs on the top 10 charts. Oh, sure. Uh, or five or six of them. You know what I mean? So there's, there's people like that where you grow up to learn that. Like, I mean, I remember at the point in my life where I learned how many songs I loved were by the Beatles because oh, like man. I had like, I don't know, when you're a kid, you have those CDs where it's like not real artists. It's like kids music. Oh yeah. Um, like now that's what I call music and, or kids bop or whatever. Yeah. yeah but it's like, yeah. yeah, but it's not the original artists. So right. I remember getting to a point where I was like, yo, that's the Beatles too. And my dad being like, yeah. I'm like, yo, that, this is the Beatles too. The Beatles are the greatest band in the world. And my dad's like, I know. I, I <laughs> you know, wish, I wish don't that I felt roll the same your eyes way. At me, Zach. I, I don't wish roll I felt your the fucking same eyes way. at me. I've tried so don't hard, man. Look, I've tried. I'm not I've taking tried. this from someone who has seen Nickelback live. Okay. I've never seen Nickelback live. I've never right, seen Nickelback live. But you fucking live. like them. So you don't get a say. I'll listen to it. I'll listen to it. I fucking. I, How many Nickelback CDs do you have in your house? How many Nickelback CDs do you have in your house? Look I me have, in the camera. 
I have Apple Music. I own no CDs. Are there <laughs> are there Nickelback songs on your Apple Music playlist? Fuck yes, there are. <laughs> Fuck yes. All right, there so are. then you don't get to talk about the Beatles, okay? That's I just that's how I just this can't. is gonna go. No so, Baby so, Yoda talk. No Beatles talk. Those are your rules. The the Beatles to me are like I. I'm sure they're great, but I can't get into them. I also don't like fucking Rick and Morty. I also don't like fucking Adventure Time. I also don't like whoa, fucking whoa, like all, whoa, this, whoa, whoa, <laughs> all this shit that people love. I, I just can't get into it. Whoa. How, how in the name of sweet Iowa corn do you go from Beatles to fucking Rick and Morty, motherfucker? I don't like I'm, Rick and Morty either. I'm talking about things that like the Rick masses and- seem to love. The masses seem to love. I just can't fucking get behind it. I just can't do it. I can't do it. No. I don't like friends no, either. Allowing. I don't like. I don't like friends. I don't like friends. Well, the look, the friends thing. You're wrong. You're entitled to your opinion, but you're wrong. Uh, the yeah, Beatles like thing. It. You're wrong. And you cannot, whether you like the Beatles or not, you can, the, It's not a fair comparison. Rick and Morty to the Beatles. Where's Weller? I'll get him on the phone right now. God damn it! And then it'll hurt your feelings because he might answer. <laughs> <laughs> If you want to hear the rest of this fucking episode, you're going to have to switch over to Legend of My Spare Time uh, and and listen over there because he needs the fucking listeners just as much as I do. Uh, This has been episode 308 of Misinformation Podcast. With you as always, I'm Zach. And I'm Eric. Love you. No, you're not. Love you too. Yeah, you can spoil my day, please don't ruin my night. You can spoil my day, please don't ruin my night. Yeah, you can spoil my day, please don't ruin my night. Now you, hostile you. Put a little Matt Lees on it, which we fucking do. You've just heard the misinformation theme song, Hostile You, by the Matt Lees Band. Thanks for listening.